Hey there! Welcome to season number three, episode number 35. Who wears 35, the most prominent 35? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant! This is the Kevin Durant episode Durantula. of a Sports Fellowship with Fox and Frank. I'm Dan Fox. And I'm Frank Knight. Is that a question? Yeah. Are you reading the teleprompter with that question mark at the end? Yeah, I, I think I'm Frank Knight. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Frank. Nice to see you. You as well. Thanks. Nice to see the man to my right. All right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to, to my left, Frank's right, is none other than uh, the people's podcaster. Voice of reason. The voice of reason. Doctor. A doctor. The number one Kansas City Chiefs fan. None other than Jason, a.k.a. Hookie Mahorsky. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. So we're thrilled to have him back. I can uh, imagine. Yeah, we are. It's good to have you. Yeah, always nice to have you. We him. love Hookie. We say that when he's not here, we say it to his face. Absolutely. So a little roadmap. Uh, oh, by the way, Rich is here uh, spinning all the dials, making us look and sound good. Uh, pressing all the buttons. Yeah. He presses those buttons, all right. <laughs> I was trying to make it sound like a DJ over there, spinning the dials, and you know. Well, I usually say pressing the buttons. Okay, pressing <laughs> the buttons. <clears throat> so, little roadmap of where we're going tonight. Uh, this past uh, week, that which was actually yesterday, uh, those of you who are listening now, we're ta- we're, meet- we're meeting here on Friday evening. So, yesterday last, was last week. Well, I said this past week. Was it yesterday? Well, then I conf- I fixed it and said yesterday. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was trying to explain my boo-boo there. I'd like to hold you accountable here. You know, that's what we do. Frank, I thought you said wow. you stopped watching your phone. <laughs> uh, the Mets are on. Oh, that's not going to make you Forget upset. the Rangers. They're done. <laughs> okay. I switched to the Mets. Anyway, go ahead. Roadmap. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> road, road, roadmap us. So, a little roadmap of where we're going tonight. The... NFL schedule came out last night. Uh, those of you who are listening will probably uh, get the opportunity to listen on Saturday or Sunday, uh, but today is Friday, so last night the NFL schedule came out. It was officially released. We already knew what team, who teams were playing both home and away. We just didn't know the order in which they were going to be played, and so we found that out last night. So Frank has uh, challenged us to, at least for the first half of the season, uh, the first eight games or so, to try to pick out the best game uh, for each week, and, and we'll try to explain why we think that's going to be the best game. Yeah, your opinion of the best game of the week. Sure. And we don't the, have to go real deep into it. And then we have another entry in our in our uh, t- top 10 greatest Americans list, uh, none other than Michigan's own Jeff Field uh, he, uh, texted in his top 10 list. So nice. we're going to talk about that and see if, it, if you guys agree or disagree with him. Disagree. You don't even know what his list is yet. Well, he can't beat mine. That's true. I would have. I would agree. You with had that. three fictitious people on your list. That's what I made had, it great. I, I had ten great Americans. That's what made it great, Dan. Anyway, so then uh, we're going to talk briefly about the NBA playoffs and what's going on there and what's transpiring. Is one team has already punched their ticket to the to the uh, conference really? finals? Which one? That would be the Miami Heat. Oh, yeah? Okay. Because they defeated the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, that's time. right, yeah. Sorry, Dan. So It's it's all good. Not not feeling a whole lot of pain there. Then we're going to let Frank brag about his Rangers. Oh, yeah. We're going to be bragging my head off as they're losing 2 nothing in their last game. 
Well, at least they're in the last game here. Yeah, so it's more like seven of the Flyers. So anyway, we're going to let Frank brag about his Rangers and talk about the uh, NHL playoffs. And then we'll see uh, where the spirit leads us the rest of the way. Okay. Uh, talk about baseball and let Frank brag about his Mets. Let Hookie talk about Giancarlo Stanton and his uh, absurd stats he put up yesterday. It's hard for me to brag with a Yankee fan to my right. Best record in baseball. Giancarlo Stanton had six RBI. I thought it was yes. Giancarlo. 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 Microwave. Giancarlo. <laughs> It's it's Giancarlo. Okay, so want to bet? I, I'm sure I'm sure of it. Oh, oh sounds oh, like a cheesesteak. Cheesesteak. Yep. <laughs> okay, let's do this. You gonna do the Google thing? I will. All right. How how are you saying it, Dan? Giancarlo. Gian. Giancarlo. How are you saying it, Frank? Giancarlo. Like you're, you're Giancarlo. Like, you're John. And you're Jean. No, I'm saying John. I'm saying Jean. Jean. Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, and Dan's saying Gene Luke. Picard. I have no idea, really. Giancarlo Stanton, G I A. Let's hear it. Let's hear it on Google. I think you gotta click it. Go go to a, a YouTube thing or something like that and see if you could hear somebody say it. I don't have any idea. You have no idea. How, how do you do it on Google? I just want to have a cheesesteak with Dan. Just go to YouTube and just type in the guy's name and then see if there's a video. Of I think somebody it's Jane it. Carlos. You think it's Gene? Jane. Jane? Jane Carlos. Jane Carlos. So you got Jane. G.I. Jane, they call him. That's yeah, his nickname. Jane. And he thinks it's Jean. John. John. And you think and it's Jean. Jean? Jean Carlo. Jean. What Jean. do you think, Rich? You're the most. most John uh, Carlos Stanton. John. Oh. There it is. John Carlos Stanton. There you go. Okay, I owe Frank a cheesesteak. <laughs> Latin flair. What? Latin flair. John Carlos Stanton. He's right. One of those rare moments. Okay. Giacomo's, here we come. There you go. So I did just pay for the pizza. Shout out, Giacomo's. <laughs> Best cheesesteak in the Lehigh Valley. I am uh, losing faith in Dan these days, man. He's not really right, all, right. all the time. Dan, you can be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it. I, you know, I always thought his name was Giancarlo Stanton, but okay. Um <clears throat> So, it's pretty good, though. Well, it's, it's the ball very hard. Yes, but the last few years he has not lived up True. to his contract. True. So, they, I, I'm going to interrupt for a second. I saw a stat. It's nice. The Great last. Story. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> of the last 10 top 10 hard hit balls, Giancarlo Stanton had eight of them. He hits the ball very hard. Yeah, hits the crap out of the ball. The problem is that yeah, he also strikes out a ton. He does. Most home run, hitters, home run hitters do. Yes, but he also gets injured quite often. Also true. So Chicks dig the long ball. That is true, but uh, Giancarlo Stanton, I want to pronounce it right, um, <laughs> he um, he's a great player, but he just can't isn't on the field enough, right. and he is becoming somewhat of a liability in the field now. The, it's working out pretty well for him right so, now, so we'll see what happens. But he, those things are true, though. He used to be when he played for the Marlins. He was one of the top five best players in baseball. That's why the Marlins gave him the contract. Sure. And then when they were dismantling their team, he was the only true superstar on that team, and they traded him to the Yankees. At the time, much to my dismay, because I wanted to see him wearing Phillies pinstripes, but it didn't happen. 
Yeah. Well. He's bashing the crap out of the ball right he now. He really is. Uh, six RBI last night. Did he have multiple homers or just the one hook? With the, he's on the Yankees, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, you know full well he's on the Yankees. Probably had a couple then. Okay. All right. Not to brag, Dan, but last Monday I was pitching. I was on the mound. Bases loaded, two outs. Struck the guy out. Slow pitch softball. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, no. That is the worst. I feel bad for the guy. That is the worst feeling in the world. That happened to me in a playoff game. It is. Ne- I've never struck out. But it feels terrible to swing and feels miss. Gr- no. Feels great when you're pitching. Yeah. I struck out looking in a big spot like that. I have never struck out in slow pitch softball looking I... or swinging. Yeah, that was. But foolish. you've never faced me on the mound. That's true. I, I throw haven't. heat. I throw heat in slow pitch softball. Higher you throw it, the, f- the faster it falls, Dan. But there's usually a six foot. There's arc. not. There's, okay. There's there's no there's no uh, height limit. Okay. There's a bottom limit. Okay. So I can't roll it. Right? Yeah. But in, it, I have stood there and I've swung and missed mm. at a pitch in slow pitch softball, it and it is so embarrassing. It is, and I, I can't imagine striking out. But um, can't say I never did who, that. Th- why didn't you let me know when your team's playing so I could come watch? Because you would come watch. <laughs> Ooh, wow. what, what's wrong with me coming and watch? You just get too into it, Dan. The uh, umpires don't like the uh, way you talk to them. I know why he doesn't invite me to go. What are you well, talking about? The umpires don't like play. there's no steroids in that, softball, see, Rich. See, that, I knew that. that, <laughs> that was what coming. are you talking about? I could, I could <laughs> help. Get fired I could, up. I could ref. I could ump the bases or behind the plate or something. I could. You, you can know, ref there's, the bases. Well, yeah, you have to ump the bases. Okay. So, so I, I could help, uh, or I could just be there and to support you. Okay. All right. I'd go. And Billy and. You know, get ice cream afterwards. I mean, we could be a nice night if they win, of course. All right. Well, let's not talk about it on podcast or everybody will show up. <laughs> yeah, because that would just, be a travesty. Just, just under two both, trillion people both, at the softball field. There, both of them will show up. <laughs> yeah, both of them. So anyway, we're gonna dive into the NFL here. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> there haven't really been a whole lot of like big time moves this week. What about Jarvis Landry, Dan? I said a whole lot. Of well, big you're, time you're, moves. You're, you're downplaying it. I didn't hear about Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry signed with the uh, with the Saints. New Orleans. It's yeah. a nice signing for them. Well, the question is, James you know, Williams, MVP uh, candidate. I think they have had some really nice offensive signings. Obviously, you still don't know what's going to happen at their running back position. Yeah. Uh, when w- will the NFL suspend suspend him um, and stuff after what happened? Uh, during the Pro Bowl and all that stuff. Alvin Kamara? Yeah. They should just run the quarterback guy. Jameis Winston? Yeah, the other Jameis one. Winston? The other one who thinks he's Tate, a quarterback. Tate oh. something. Yeah, Taysom Hill. Yeah, he's tough to stop. He can't throw the ball, so you load up on just him. handing the ball. Well, he doesn't have to be handed the ball if he's playing quarterback. True. Well, the center hands it to him. <laughs> I'm saying line him up as a running back. Wing T. <laughs> Uh, run the option, wishbone. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, I think the Saints have done some nice things offensively, but and defensively. You, yes, but you have to wonder, you know, is Jameis Winston going to rise to the occasion? And and the Saints have a new head coach this year, and so that's a that's a question mark as well. Sounds like all the pieces are falling in place, Dan. For if their question marks are all answered in the positive, I'm not sure I would put my franchise's destiny in the hands of Jameis Winston. 
Well, your franchise is in the hands of Dak Prescott, so I don't think you have much ground to stand on there. I think Dak Prescott may not be the – I would actually say that Jameis Winston is probably more talented than Dak Prescott, but I think Jameis – that Dak Prescott is a much better person, player, leader – man of character than Jameson Winston. Brian told me on the way to the airport today that Aaron Rodgers would not be the quarterback he is unless it was for Mike McCarthy, and he thinks oh, he can do the same it. thing mm-hmm. from Dak Prescott. Oh, stop it. Well, Especially he's, he's had two years. dating life. He's had <laughs> in his dating life. Yeah. Rich, you need to have insert you, a laugh track. Have you seen who Dak Prescott is dating? Well, Mike McCarthy's yeah. only been there like he two years. He did okay man. for himself. We'll put it that way. Dak Prescott is doing very well for himself. Yeah, looks we're the only judge judging uh, so, there. He did okay. What are you doing, Dan? He's going to show you. Riveting radio. Dak Prescott is doing very well for himself. Oh, my okay. gosh. And when it comes to his dating life, Rich will just edit it. Is that even a girl? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! She is uh, very attractive. So easy on the eyes, as my yes. wife used to say. I've seen better. Well, nobody's arguing that couldn't be better. But she's beautiful. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! She is like an, uh, she's one of those like Instagram supermodels. She's very beautiful. She is a very beautiful woman, and. Um, so it's all airbrush, you're saying? Possibly. And she's still only that attractive. Oh my word! Anyway, so before I get to do with before I get into any kind of trouble going down the wrong road here, yeah. let's just let's switch the conversation. So, <clears throat> when it comes to quarterbacks, I would take Dak Prescott over Jamison Winston. Is what I'm trying sure, to say right now. Yeah, me too. I, I would. Would you? Who? No, I wouldn't want Dak Prescott. You would want Jamison Winston over. I'd, Dak I'd rather Prescott? have upside. But there is no upside with Jamison Winston. Yeah, there is. What upside is there with 30 30, Dan. Will you remember that season? Dak threw like 50 touchdowns uh, two years like ago. 50. Yeah. Yeah. And, he threw and, and 35 threw last so, year. So, Hookie, who wants their quarterback to throw 30 interceptions? I do. No, you like, do. Running gun. He said 30 30 like it was something good. Running I gun. Mean, no. Hook's just being facetious. Well, so, anyway. Think? Not so, facetious. So what would you call it, Hook? What I would call it being reasonable. No, it's not You're reasonable. James Winston is an MVP candidate uh-huh. this year. <laughs> oh my Bob Prescott is not. So anyway, um, in the NFL, you have uh, the Saints signing uh, signing <clears throat> that player from from Cleveland, Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry and then you have uh, sort of a, a negative a negative blotch on the NFL in that. Uh, Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy, uh, the standout speed merchant from Alabama. Judge Judy. Uh, he that'd is... be interesting if if his uh, if his trial was with Judge Judy because his name's Jerry Judy. Mm, yeah, be fascinating. Then he he was has been accused. Uh, he was arrested, taken into custody on a domestic violence charge. He did post bond, and he is free on bond. Um, so well, that's six games he's not going to play. The, uh, obviously, that calls into question. Uh, but the but, who do you think that the Broncos have enough weapons to surround? Uh, you know, Mister Unlimited. No, I do not Russell feel that way at all. Okay, so you you don't think that the you mean I mean with Jerry Judy or without Jerry Judy? Well, 
I think we look back, what is this, his third year, and he's missed most of the games in his first two. Yeah, with so, injuries, nagging yeah, injuries here so, and there. This gives him um, a chance to rest. Yeah, he, he, he'll at least be he- healthy for the first six <laughs> games. Yeah. Well, do they play the Chiefs in the first six games? No, they play them twice at the end of the year. Okay, so, so they should be there for the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, so, well, I don't think it matters because Russell Wilson is who he is. He's just so great that it won't matter. <laughs> Mr. Speaking Unlimited. of quarterbacks, you take over Dak Prescott. I would not. I would. I wanted them. There's at least 15. I would. I'm not going to argue about I've, how many there are. We're stuck with them, and there's nothing you can do. About I think it, so. you could, if you rank the quarterbacks, I think Dak ranks somewhere around nine to eleven. <laughs> we did that, right? We actually did that on that podcast. I think he ranks somewhere around nine to That's eleven. Absurd. We had him at top ten, I think. I, I don't, I don't think. I mean, obviously he's in the NFC, but I don't think he's a top ten in the AFC. If he would be okay, who are the players you put before him? Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Okay. Josh Allen. Okay. Joe Burrow has one season, and he's already ahead of Dak Prescott. Lamar Jackson. It's two seasons. Lamar Jackson. Like he didn't play most of the first season. Russell Wilson. Yes, he did. He got injured at the end. He Derek got Carr. he missed a third at the end. All right, fair enough. Wait, wait, Just, okay, wait. Justin Sherbert. Wait, wait. Stop, stop. Okay, so you wanted me to list stuff. I, 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 I do, but you've gone ahead you know you're while losing the bet. I was having a sign. <laughs> I'm not. It's not a bet. Okay, I just so you said steak you, you for said, the record. For the record, you said Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> then you said. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Justin Sherbert. Justin Sherbert. Herbert. Oh, Herbert. Okay. Uh, Russell Wilson. No, I would not take Russell Wilson. I, but this what, you, this isn't ahead. your list. I'm a Cowboy mine. fan, and I would. Okay, go ahead. Um, well, let me go through the Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Aaron He's Rogers not in the AFC. In the AFC. This is AFC. Oh, okay. Um, Lamar Jackson. Okay. I, I wouldn't at all. Me either. Malik Willis. Stop. You're out of your mind Malik now. Willis isn't even going to start. Well, he's still better than Dak Prescott. He's not better than Dak Prescott. All right, let's move on to something else since this is getting silly. <laughs> okay, so if you include the NFCs, then you have Aaron Rodgers, and then who else? Thomas Brady. Okay. Um, Carson Wentz. Stop it. Carson Wentz is not Damn, better this than this isn't Dak your Prescott. list. He's not. I'm sorry. He's on his third team in, third, in three years. Because everybody wants him. No. No. <laughs> He is his value is greatly that's a, diminishing. That's a great argument, Hokey, but his, we know it's his not. Value serious. is greatly diminishing. <laughs> you you got to spread the Carson Wentz love around. Okay, so anybody else uh, in the yeah, NFC? Keep going NFC. We got Kirk Cousins. Uh-uh. Stop it. Um, who else is in there? Kirk Cousins is uh, uh, Matthew Stafford. Okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, Kyler Murray. I, I happen to love him, but I think he's got a little bit to prove yet. I, I don't think he's better than Dak, but okay, not yet. Uh, so we'll you're see, at ten, you're we'll at nine. That's nine. Jameis Winston. We just talked about Stop him. Stop it. Jameis Winston is not better. <laughs> Go ahead. We just talked about him. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Stop this, it. This is actually great, Dan, because he's proving our point. Right. No, you, your point is terrible. As, as, the, as our two listeners you, listen you to listed, this, you've listed nine so far. Dak Prescott I said is going to struggle to get double 11. digit wins with the easiest schedule in the NFL. He won't struggle to get double digit. Well, there you go. Argument. He won't. I'm going to lose another stake on that, probably. Well. <laughs> All right. So now that we've established that Dak Prescott is a top 10 quarterback, moving on. He just proved the opposite. He's going to struggle to get double-digit wins The audience with knows. the easiest schedule. I think that has more to do with the personnel around him than it does Quarterbacks with Quarterbacks are paid to elevate the play. Well, you're right. And I want to see him do that this year. I would agree. I'd like you. to see him do that for once in his career. So anyway, um, <clears throat> they released the schedule – this past uh, yesterday, this past Thursday, um, and so we want to take a look at just the first few weeks of the season. 
Uh, and Frank, who did you have for your week one matchup, uh, key matchup in week one? Raiders Chargers. Why did you pick the Raiders and Chargers? Did you watch the game last year where? Um, I did. But yeah. So go ahead. That's why. <laughs> you got to expand, expound here, Frank. So, um, <laughs> Mr. Carr, uh, Derek Carr had the game of games, but more than that, uh, Herbert had a bigger game throwing, I don't remember exactly how many fourth down passes he threw for a first down in the game. Came down to, came down to the last second, and the Chargers, uh, the Raiders had the ball. They ran the ball. The Chargers let him get the first down. What happened? One team went to the playoffs. Raiders kicked the field goal, right? Yeah. It was a classic game, and so I'm looking forward to seeing them play okay. in the first week. Frank, what you got to say there is it was a really good, well-played game. Both sides played really well, came down right all the way down to the end. It was very exciting, came all the way down to the end. The Raiders kicked a last-second uh, clock-expiring field goal from uh, from over 50 yards, right. and the Raiders won and went to the playoffs. There you that go. Thanks for saying it for me. That would have worked. So there you go. Edit the stuff that I said. <laughs> say what Dan said. <laughs> So, Hook, do you have a, a, a key matchup for week one? I'm going to go with Broncos-Seahawks, Dan. Okay. The Monday night game. The revenge game. Okay, why would you pick that one? Because the Seahawks are going to get revenge on Russell Wilson. <laughs> okay, that is an interesting matchup because, obviously, the Seahawks, after saying Stink. they would never trade uh, Russell Wilson, they traded Russell Wilson. They're going to be awful. It's not the game to pick. Um, and it is in Seattle. Let's so that's see Seattle, a team that can't... When up. I look at the slate... I have to pick Buffalo and the Rams because um, bo- both of them, it's the first matchup there on Thursday night, uh, and it's the Super Bowl team celebrating their Super Bowl and hanging their banner and all that stuff. Uh, but without all the pad- putting all the pageantry aside, um, you know, will the Bills uh, play at the level they played at, at the end of last year? Will they continue there? Because the last time we were ready to crown the Bills as something special, they took a step backward. Um, not a, not a huge, I'm not saying they were stinky or anything like that, but they took a step backward and now we're ready to, uh, we've almost, they've ascended again Mm -hmm. and we're ready to crown the bills and, and legitimately so I think the bills have a really nice team. And then you have the defending Super Bowl champions and they brought back most of their Super Bowl team and, you know, without a few key players like Noah Odell Beckham and and No Von Miller and stuff like that, right. but um, you know, what kind of team are they going to have now that they're giving Stafford the big money and stuff? So that's the one I picked for Week One. Okay. Um, week Two, Frank, who'd you pick for Week Two? Tennessee at Buffalo. Okay, why did you pick Tennessee and Buffalo? I just like the matchup. You know, it's I'm not getting real deep into this. It's just I feel like there's a, a playoff team there in Tennessee. And Buffalo is really solid. So as I looked at all the games that week, that was the game that stood out to me. It's not it's not like I'm getting real in-depth and deep on it. Okay. Hook? I'm going to go with the Bucks and the Saints, Dan. Why'd you pick the Bucks and the Saints? Well, A, we have Jameis Winston competing for the MVP <laughs> this year. But also, in the last two years, the Saints have played the Bucks very uh, tough mm-hmm. and uh, have at some point shut them out and really frustrated Tom Brady defensively. See, I'm going to go with the Thursday night game that week. So I'm going two Thursday nights in a row. I'm going with the Chargers at the Chiefs game. Um, I mean, it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a, a, an offensive uh, 
offensive night, if, especially if you like offensive football. And I expect both teams to kind of go up and down the field. And I think whoever is able to stop the other team a couple times is the one that's going to win. The only reason Chargers are going up and down the field is because they're chasing the Chief players. <laughs> Well, that's very possible, but I just think that's that's a, a very interesting matchup here week two uh, at a division game, an important one, and so that's why I picked that it's one. It's a good matchup. So, all right, Frank, who, what do you have for okay. week three? Am I allowed to have two? Sure. Because I like two it's, the same. It's your contest. I liked Kansas City and Indianapolis um, just because I feel like after Indianapolis's year last year, they're a team on the rise, uh, and so obviously Kansas City is who they are. And I also like Green Bay and Tampa Bay. That's going to be a real good game. So The Battle of the Bay. I think that game speaks for itself. Okay. Who, who did you pick on that one? I was going to go Green Bay, Tampa Bay, but Frank t- t- took it because he had to have two. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just think two uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Um, you, know, there's, you know, Aaron Rodgers will probably retire soon, so we might not get to see this matchup again. Mm. Sure. I think that's a great matchup. Um, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers will retire. <laughs> I'm going to take in that in that uh, week. I'm going to take the Rams at Arizona. I really like those division games, and I think that that Arizona has a lot to prove, and they're going to want to make a statement at home okay. against the Super Bowl champions. So I really like that matchup. Interesting. Um, so week four, who do you got, Frank? Another uh, Western Nash, uh, National. Oh my gosh. NFC. Another NFC um, West rivalry game, West game, the Rams and San Francisco. Okay, why'd you pick that one? Because it's a, two solid teams in the Western Division. Simple as that. Nice rivalry. So, you know, San Francisco deep into the playoffs last year, the Rams won the Super Bowl. So that's a classic matchup there for me. Who'd you take, uh, Hook? Well, it's rare you have a game this early in the year with such big uh, impact mm-hmm. or. Uh, all tied to the game, but the Seahawks and Lions could decide who, who drafts first. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> the battle for the number one pick. Um, I think the obvious choice this week is the Sunday night football game. Uh, that would be the Kansas City Chiefs going into Tampa Bay. I'd Blow really out. like... What? Blowout. I'd really like to see um, sort of uh, Patrick Mahomes air it out against that, that Tampa defense versus Tom Brady's more methodical approach of taking the team methodically down the field. I think it's going to be really interesting to see and um, see how uh, whether whether Kansas City's offense is able to put more pressure on Tom Brady to kind of keep up with them. Yeah. So, nice matchup. All right, Frank, who you got week five? I went with personal this time. I took my first uh, one of the Cowboys games. Dallas plays the Rams. I think it's a good test, litmus test for the Cowboys. Uh, to go into L.A. and see if they can match up with the Rams. All right. Who, who, do you, who do you like there in week five? Well, I was going to take the Cowboys and Rams, too, but for a different reason. Uh, you know, with these cows, I'm learning how to slaughter, <laughs> and I want to see what the Rams do to the Cowboys. Mm. So Wow. Let's keep that in the back Wowie of my mind. Kazowie. <laughs> it's hard to really detect just how much Hookie hates the Cowboys. I know. It's, he makes it. He hides it so well. Um, again, I'm going to stick in the AFC West and go with the Monday night matchup. I know I keep picking the Chiefs, but uh, that, th- in my opinion, that AFC West is by far the best division in football this year. And so I'm going to stick there with the Las Vegas Raiders going into Kansas City. 
um, and playing there because you know Derek Carr has been they've been heaping praise on him this whole off season, and he got that he got the big money contract. In fact, he's making more money now, not guaranteed, but but according to the numbers on his contract per year, he's making more money than Patrick Mahomes. So you know it's kind of put up or shut up time for Derek Carr. Yeah, I mean he had a nice year last year, like you said, and uh, they're an upcoming team, so. Should be a nice matchup. All right, week number six. Who you got for us, Frank? Well, to me, this one was a no-brainer. Buffalo at KC. Blowout. I try not to pick the same teams every week, by the way. That's something I tried to avoid. But well, That's I... why some of my picks might seem obscure, but it's based on not wanting to pick two or three in a row the same team. But Buffalo, KC, I think, speaks for itself, too. You know, I mean, two perennial playoff teams now. Buffalo's certainly on the rise big time and as you said they've been anointed and KC again is who they are who you got for that week Hook <sighs> I guess I'll go Buffalo KC there's not really another great matchup on here um, uh, so and it's nice when uh, Patrick Mahomes stepson comes to uh, visit Josh <laughs> Allen so uh, I'm gonna go with the Sunday night football matchup that night uh, that week and go with Dallas at Philadelphia that's always quite a matchup when they when Dallas goes to Philadelphia. The the city of Philadelphia all rises up as one uh, behind their Eagles when Dallas comes to town because there is no team that the Philadelphia fans hate more than the Dallas Cowboys. So um, the, a lot of the a lot of the talking heads are anointing the Eagles as the team uh, that's going to win the NFC East this year. Not that that's going to be a humongous accomplishment in my opinion. But their offense has still has a lot of questions and a lot and their their secondary, especially on their defense, the their corners and their safeties have a lot of issues in in, in uh, Philadelphia. So I want to see how they me- how they measure up against Dallas that that week in the Sunday night football game. Okay. Then we're gonna go to week seven. Frank, who you, who do you like in week seven? Yeah, so I, I I did repeat in this one. I like KC at San Francisco. That is going to be quite a matchup. Uh, Blowout. Uh, San Francisco likes to be very physical and punch teams in the mouth, so I, I see where you're going there. Just curious if San Francisco is going to be as good as they were last year. But, uh, you know, I mean, they couldn't even decide whether to keep Garoppolo. So it's, I'm picking San Francisco a couple times here based on them being really pretty good again. Okay. But we'll see. Who, who do you like that week? Well, I love points and the best shootout. Potential offensive matchup is Aaron Rodgers versus Carson Wentz. <laughs> Two uh, top offenses. Uh, wow. The you, you think that the Washington Commanders are going to have a top-notch offense? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to have to get my popcorn ready for that one. Pop the, your corn. The game that intrigues me uh, that week is actually the Indianapolis Colts going to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Colts were, were probably the best running team. That was my other one. Um, the, they were probably the best running team in the NFL last year. And then you have King Henry, mm-hmm. uh, Alex Henry there in uh, Tennessee. And so it should be really interesting because both teams play the run pretty well and both teams run the ball pretty well. So yeah, Derek Henry, Derrick Henry certainly um, expect him to bounce back from that foot injury. Right. An old-time smash-mouth football game is what I'm looking for there. Yeah, that was my second one, but I didn't want to say it this time because I got picked on so much for having two. So. Oh, wow. And then we're we're last but certainly not least we're going to do week number eight. So uh, Frank, who you got for week eight? I think you got to love Green Bay at Buffalo. Again, uh, another Buffalo pick. 
Okay. Just, uh, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. Should be some fireworks there. I expect a pretty uh, high-scoring That's the Sunday there. night matchup. Yeah, should be good. Who do you I do like? I have a second one, too, uh, but I'm not going to say it. Well, we'll say it. If, if neither Hook or I picks it, then we'll let you say Sounds it. Sounds good. Go ahead, Hook. Well, um, do we have a timetable for Deshaun Watson's return? <laughs> well, so most people that. are speculating that he's going to get suspended for six games, and then they're anticipating him appealing it, and then the NFL reducing it from six down to four. Well, if he's back, it's Bengals-Browns on Monday night mm-hmm. for me. Okay. Why that matchup? I think it'll be interesting to see two teams go at it, see how Deshaun's running the Cleveland offense, mm-hmm. and obviously the Bengals uh, have had a high-power offense at times last year, occasionally. Sure. I like the matchup at 425 with the San Francisco 49ers going to uh, L.A. and playing the Rams. You know that. Um, and I like that matchup and, yep. you know, all the, the glitz and pageantry there of the NFC West. But, um, you know, those two teams played uh, two games last year. Uh, did, they met again in the playoffs, didn't they, in the mm-hmm. NFC Championship game? I don't remember. That's sad. What happened? The, the I think you're 49ers right. Yes, and they the, did. The, the, the 49ers won both games in the regular season, then the Rams won the playoff one, if I'm if They I'm did, correct. absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I think that these are two teams that know each other very well and play each other very well and match up very well with each other. So I really like that it's going to be, to me, it's going to be very high-level football. So um, I look forward, you know, I love the, the Shanahan, uh, Co- uh, Coach Shanahan. He's my favorite of the coaches in the NFL right now. Um, and I love the way he um, isolates players and does matchups and stuff like that. Not to say that uh, that the coach there for the Rams is any kind of slouch, but I really lo- think that Shanahan is the most uh, in- innovative offensive mind in the NFL right now. Um, so I really like the way they match up with yeah. each other. It's funny, uh, Hook, because I had thought about Cleveland and when Deshaun Watson was going to come back and wanting to pick one of those games, but I picked all 18 games, so it's in there, but... Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Well, at this point, we're going to transition. And when we transition, I turn it over to my friend Frank. Yeah, so we hold this podcast in Dan's basement. Uh, I'll give you the address. <laughs> and Dan's cell phone number in case you want to call first. Um, no, please do not divulge that information. Alarm code is... <laughs> Dan has set up this palatial studio for us in his basement and uh right next to his uh, treadmill it's a pretty good setup which has a thick layer of dust on it We've, it does uh, not i was just on that today you can see the sweat beads still pouring off his head so i don't walk on that part yeah <laughs> is that a thick layer of dust or not i i truly believe dan uses the treadmill and i'll be i'll be honest and say not a lot but this week i've been very good about doing it every day good man so yeah, we hold the podcast here in Dan's basement, and uh, we're grateful to Dan that he's uh, opened up his basement to us, and so we could do this podcast. And uh, but we still want to mention the place where we used to do the podcast, which is Fox Brothers Alarms. We want to mention that company. So they're located in the Lehigh Valley. They've been um, protecting people from fire and theft for f- over fifty years now. And uh, Dan, what else can we say about Fox Alarms? Fox Brothers Alarms does access control systems as well as uh, video camera systems and things like that with DVRs and professionally installed and professional equipment. And you can uh, 
be, feel a, a very good peace of mind and sleep well knowing that your home is protected by Fox Brothers alarms. Yeah, you look around the Lehigh Valley and you'll see their signs out in front of a lot of businesses and a lot of homes, which gives you a sense that uh, people trust them and purchase alarm systems from them. Half a, century, what they do. half a century ago, my father, Tom Fox, God rest his soul, and my uncle, Craig Fox, who thankfully is still with us, uh, made a decision. Uncle Craig had just gotten out of the, uh, the, the, the army fr from his time, his tour in Vietnam, and the two of them decided that they were going to start an alarm company. And so uh, very thankful. The Lord has been very good to the Fox Brothers Alarms, and uh, it's grown and grown over the years. And we're very thankful for uh, everything the Lord has given, given them. And so to protect yourself... Go ahead and go to www.foxbrothersalarms.com, www.foxbrothersalarms.com. Or maybe you just want to pick up the phone and give them a call, 1-800-FOX-BROS, B-R-O-S, 1-800-FOX-B-R-O-S. And when you do that, you want to ask for? Mark! And that would be Dan's illustrious brother, Mark. The other thing is, we did create a... Facebook page when we started this podcast, and it's a good way to reach out to us. Uh, so if you go to Facebook, you have an account, you just punch in Sports Fellowship with Fox and Frank, and the page will pop up. Everything related to the uh, podcast is on that page, including the podcasts themselves. And one more thing we always like to tell you during this segment is our email. So it's sportswithfoxandfrank at gmail.com sportswithfoxandfrank at gmail.com. And this is how we typically communicate with folks who listen to the podcast. So if you feel like it, you know, come up with a subject matter and reach out to us. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Maybe just ask us a trivia question, whatever it is you want to do. Sportswithfoxandfrank at gmail.com. Check us out. And we always ask, Rich, any emails? I ran into the emails today, and there were no emails uh, today. That's rare. Anyway. Well, that's because the person that would have emailed actually sent me uh, their information via text. And that's none other than a friend of the show, Jeff Field. Nice. Uh, Jeff Field is a good friend of Hookie's, um, and Jeff is currently living with his lovely bride up there in uh, the peninsula of Michigan. I could have just pretended it was an email. Does Jeff know the email address? He does, but he would rather just text me. Yeah, he's shy. Bypassing the email. Uh-oh, roid rage. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, calm down, Rich. Yeah. It's okay. Take breathe, a chill pill, man. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Everything's going to okay. be okay. Every little ting is going to be all right. That's right. <clears throat> so anyway, Jeff sent us, uh, he accepted the challenge. Nice. And because... Uh, Two weeks ago, Hookie gave us his top 10 American well, heroes list. Three weeks ago, I gave it to you. <laughs> Two weeks ago, Rich found it in the email. Oh, okay. Well, that's not my fault. I'm just, I'm just clarifying. Okay. Then last week, Frank and I delivered our top 10 American heroes lists. Oh, who would you guys pick? Would you like me to review that with you? No, that's fine. It's probably okay. not good. Here's Frank's list. Number 10 is Dan Fox. Okay, we're way off base. Number nine is Jerry Seinfeld. What? Is he American? I Comedy he hero. He, he is American. Yeah. Number he eight is Rusty Staub, uh, Frank's favorite Mets player growing up. Number seven is Tom Seaver, the original Tom Terrific. He had to be on the list. Mets pitcher. I thought he Hall was like Wonder Years. <laughs> no, that's Kevin Arnold. 
He's a Seaver kid. No, Kevin Arnold's not Wonder Years. Yes, he is. Okay. That's not, I mean, that's his name on the show. Really? His name on the show is Kevin Arnold. Okay, my bad. I thought there was Seaver kid in one of those shows. (laughs) Anyway, then uh, Frank says number six is is the the man with the hat, Tom Landry. Number five. No brainer. Could have, could have easily been one. Number number five was Ab- President Abraham Lincoln. Number four was President Ronald Reagan. Number three was uh, Founding Father Benjamin Franklin, Renaissance man. Number th- two was um, American Christian hero Billy Graham. Oh, wow. Wow. And then number one is Frank's mom, Maureen Mackey. How come my mom not be number one? Just gave All me right. life. Well, I was taking this game seriously. <laughs> okay, my top 10 list, Hookie, just for review, is number 10 is Tucker Carlson. Oh, my gosh. Number nine is John Wayne. What? John Wayne, the actor. He's a fictitious character. He is not. He's a person. He played fictitious characters. He played person. John Wayne. He'd be dead now. Right. Um, number se- Number eight was Ted Williams, probably the greatest uh, pure hitter in, in baseball history? Uh, Alexander Emmanuel Rodriguez. Did Pete he ever Pete hit Rose. 400? He would if people would stop accusing him of steroids. Pete right? Rose uh, had more hits, I'm just saying. He did have more hits, but but uh, but Ted Williams hit over 400 three times for three full seasons. Yes. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he hit, because uh, Jeff he actually looked it up. Home runs? 1941, he hit 406. 52, he hit 453. He hit 407. Wow. So, I know he did it more than once. Yeah, the greatest pure hitter in baseball. We're not talking about he, hitters. We're he, talking about Americans. He, he also took took three years off from his career to be a fighter pilot in World War II, and then took two years out of his career to be a fighter pilot in Korea. You know how many years I've taken off my pro baseball career? <laughs> Your entire life. Well, he served his country. Uh, put yeah. his career on he, hold. He does, you don't need to argue your point, Dan. It's then number seven is uh, the original Captain America. Seven. The original Captain America, Roger Staubach. I don't think that was in Rich's comic book. Number six is George S. Patton, General George S. Patton. Yeah, no- Civil War. World War II, Hookie. <clears throat> Number five is Ronald Reagan, President. Number four is President Abraham Lincoln. Number three is Dr. Jerry Falwell, Sr. Mm. You're going to give me an mm? At number three? Yeah. This is Greatest Americans, Dan. He, here's a guy that looked at a mountain and he had a vision to build a world-class university. Uh, he doesn't beat out Kyrie Irving to me. <laughs> wow. And then number two is Alexander Hamilton. Kyrie Irving looks at a mountain and thinks it's flat. So. Well, he looks at a world, a planet and thinks yeah. it's flat. flat. Yeah, so don't get um, Jerry Falwell. The number one is none other than G-Dub, George Washington. He's a fair number two. I like so, Dan's list. Okay, so. I like Hookie's list too, by the way. Yeah, that was fantastic. Jeff. All right, what you got, Jeff? Jeff's list. Let me pull it up here. You starting at 10 or 1, Dan? I'm going to start at 10. Oh, my gosh. Number 10, he has George, no, he has Jackie Robinson at number 10. Okay. Uh Number nine, he is Henry Ford, the great innovator and businessman. Mm-hmm. Number eight, he is Neil Armstrong. Remember, Neil Armstrong was a fighter pilot, and Jeff is what a pilot. Him so any better than anybody else that went to the moon. Tour de He's France. He's the first one. So what? <laughs> Not the Tour de France. Thing. Uh, 
That's not that's Lance Armstrong. So they drew straws and Lance went first. It's not Lance. It's Neil. Um, so then he has number seven, Booker T. Washington. Isn't he a pro wrestler? No, Booker T. Washington is the uh, he was the guy who found it worked with George Washington Carver, mm-hmm. and they uh, started a school, the Tuskegee Booker Institute. Booker T. was in the WCW. No, I think he was a WWF champion too. <laughs> All right, anyway. number six, All right, Chuck pick, Yeager. Yeah. That's gonna be a long one. Chuck Yeager. Yeah, he's a uh, first, the first pilot to ever break the, the sound uh, barrier. Yeager bomb. No, <laughs> no. His, his list is interesting so far. Well, remember Jeff's a pilot, so he he's not a professional gotcha. pilot, but he's really into aviation. Yeah. Number five is the Wright brothers. Number four is General George's Patton. The Righteous brothers. Dan, you didn't let me do my joke. Go ahead. Uh, two wrongs don't make a right, but two rights make an airplane. That's correct. That's right. Then uh, the third one, number four is George S. Patton. Oh, that Civil War guy. <laughs> World War Two, Hook. Oh, yeah. Number three is General Douglas MacArthur. Apparently, there's more to him than just John's flying. Dad. What? John's dad? No. 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 Douglas MacArthur, the head of the um, American forces in the Pacific in World he War Two. He named a road after him. Uh, number two, Alexander oh, by, Hamilton. By the mall. Yeah. How is Alexander Hamilton even close on this list? What has he ever done? <laughs> Alexander okay, You're just saying that. <laughs> they made a play going. after him. It must have been pretty good. Uh, number one, uh, George Washington. They made a target out of him. Reminds me too. of your list from one to two. So that's that's Jeff's list. Jeff, thank you very much. It's a good list. For uh, supplying us with your list. All right. Giving us something to talk about there, a little extra. It's all opinion. Not a bad second place list. Who's, Second whose list was first place? Mine. No, mine. How's your first? Because mine is awesome. This isn't that good. Yeah, mine that's, that's doesn't a good have reasoning. any. Mine doesn't have any fictitious characters. Such a four-year-old. If you can beat my list, Dan will give you a fifty-dollar gift card to the place of your choosing. No, so Dan far, will not. And, 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 Dan. Hookie will be the judge. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one can beat my list. No, Dan will not. Hookie will, might be willing to give you something, but Dan will not. I think Rich needs to do a top ten list next week. <laughs> You don't want you to hear do my it, top ten list. Why? Yes, we do. We love you, man. We want to hear your top ten. Love list. to hear your list. Be, be a bunch of like you guys pro be... bowlers. <laughs> Wait, who's right? the guy that said? And, and who's the best? Not I am star, but bowling. Is he gonna say the guy from Kingpin? <laughs> Bill Murray's character in Kingpin. That's pretty. That's good. Caddyshack. No, That's, he wasn't Caddyshack. But are you thinking of Groundhog's Day? <laughs> no. Oh, Space Jam. No. Bill Murray was in Space Jam? Yeah. He was, yeah. <laughs> He's, He's the one who said that. to Michael Jordan, no, 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 I don't play any defense. No, no, no. <laughs> I based my, my whole coaching strategy around that speech. <laughs> so anyway, uh, NBA, NBA playoffs, uh, the Sixers went out in game six last night. They are, their season is over. Uh, so the Heat, Miami Heat, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, moved to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. And... <clears throat> We could see this coming. James Harden just is not the player he was a couple years ago. He is not playing at that level. Joel Embiid is so banged up and beat up with his thumb ligament uh, that it was is hurt in in his hand, and then the broken orbital bone in his face. He just was not the same player. So and you told me earlier before the podcast about Jimmy Butler. Uh, how the Sixers got rid of him, right? Right. And, the Sixers uh, he, let him walk as a free agent a couple he was, years ago. You know, obviously, he's Miami's best player. Right. So. so, you know, any thoughts on that, Hook? 
Yeah, I think uh, we predicted this coming with uh, Doc Rivers. Yes. Ride a team to the playoffs and then do nothing with them. Right. So then the You're question on Rivers, though? Or? They were completely un- uninspired. Right. His teams have game. done these kind of things with, I mean, the Sixers do have an, uh, a pretty good stockpile of talent. Yeah. And they really did not maximize that, okay. that's for sure. Um, so the big question around Philadelphia is whether or not Doc Rivers is going to be brought back. Um, I think they're going to bring him back. I don't want them to bring him back, but then again, I don't know what the alternative. Maybe the, uh, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. As a doctor myself, I yeah. don't think Doc Rivers should be back. Okay. I mean, I guess Harden. I mean, he had what? He had eleven points in the game. He did nothing in the second. He, he shot. T- he had eleven points in the first half, and then he uh, shot the ball twice in the second half. Yeah, and he and claimed both that of them nobody were, t- were terrible. Throw, he claimed that nobody would throw him the ball. He he's the one who brought the ball up. So <laughs> it's really uh, he's a character. He's trying to point the finger at other people, so because he wants the um, he wants the cash money. Uh, he's the Sixers. Uh, he has a op- player option for uh, next year at thirty seven million dollars, and then he wants the, the Sixers also have the option to give him a super max contract, which would pay him over fifty million dollars a year mm-hmm. average uh, on a five year deal. That's what he wants, and the, if the Sixers give him that, that would be absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm. He's 32 years old, and he's playing like he's three years older than that. So the Sixers are done. Yes. Um, so we still have we still have the Celtics go, uh, playing the Milwaukee Bucks in the um, in the Eastern Conference right now. That game is going on as we speak. It is. Um, Bucks are up three two in the series. Bucks are up three two in the series, thanks to kind of a collapse by the Celtics in the last in the last minute or so of the last game. Uh, they the, the Bucks stole the ball twice when the Celtics had the opportunity to take the lead. Um, and your buddy Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo, okay, is averaging thirty-two points in the series. I think Frank said it right. Probably he's on a hot streak. I have no idea. <laughs> it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, that sounds right. So uh, this uh, right now I think the it's game, Giannis. Game six is being played. I don't think um, Frank wants to lose his. Uh, the Celtics <laughs> are winning as we speak by four, by five points, but that's still quite close. It's right. still in the first half. Then in the Western Conference, we we have uh, the the Suns and and Dallas are are three three in their series. Now that's a surprise, right? That Dallas got it to that point. Right. It is because everybody said that. And if you look at the teams, the Phoenix has a much better team. Um, and, but you know, Doncic has played oh, like insanely yes. well, right? Yes. Doncic is playing incredibly well and carrying that team on his back. And Chris Paul hasn't really done much Chris statistically. Chris Paul is kind of disappeared. Um, and uh, Interesting. So it's going to be interesting what happens. He plays Game 7 Sunday. The Memphis Grizzlies uh, are still uh, playing the... Uh, playing the Golden State Warriors, uh, Memphis blew out the Warriors in the last game, but you know, such Wait. as yeah. So didn't um, didn't the Grizzlies? I heard on the uh, one of the radio shows that they took an approach uh, like a fast paced approach, kind of a run and shoot. Yeah, they tried approach. to take it up up tempo. Do you think that they could keep that up and it would be a problem for the Warriors? Well, That's they're certainly a much younger team. Okay, much so younger talent. And you look at the stats. I looked at the stats for the Grizzlies. They don't have anybody standing out. They're it's more of a team effort. Well, that's because their best player, um, Ja Moran, has been out the last two games. Gotcha. So, you know, just found it interesting. Yeah. 
I haven't really seen much of it. So by the time we talk next week, those two series will have ended and probably the next series in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals will have started. So okay. we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Frank, talk to us about your <sighs> Rangers. So as you were starting to talk about them earlier and say I was going to brag, they were down 2 nothing, and I knew they were down 2 nothing. And they're in Pittsburgh in an elimination game because Pittsburgh's up 3-2 right now. But I flipped it on while we were talking, and it's 2-2. So uh, go Rangers. They're still in it, and I feel like if they could find a way to win this game and go back home, they got a good chance to wrap it up and beat Pittsburgh, which didn't look like it was going to happen going into tonight's game. So I'm excited. And one thing I'll say. This is kind of what happened in the last game there with Pittsburgh jumping out to a lead, and then then the Rangers kind of came steamrolling back and rolled over them and, and won the game. True. Now here's the thing. Crosby's out. The best player for Pittsburgh is out, and um, he's got a concussion. Uh, a lot of people think cheap hit, but uh, he's out, and you can't ask for more than that if you're the Rangers and have the other team's best player out. So that gives them a little bit of a chance, and uh, we'll see. But what's interesting about the Rangers in this series is that their young players, Kako Kako is one of them, and Lafreniere, have really played well. And so that's, for me, exciting for the future. These were uh, first and second uh, pick overall in the last couple of years. So excited about that. But I think what hurts Pittsburgh the most is they don't have a player like Sidney Cros- Crosby in there who his biggest asset is he cl- clarifies the uh, calls that that, that, <coughs> that the uh, refs make yeah, right. all the time. What do you mean he clarifies the yeah, calls? He just goes up to him and, and you know makes sure he understands the he, call. He's like a hockey god. Sidney Crosby is kind of an, an enigmatic player in that he is, talent-wise, one of the top five best players in the NHL, uh, without any question. He is uber, unbelievably talented. He's already won the Cup three times in his career. He's, he's a fabulous Hall of Fame player. But, but then, on the ice, uh, usually, usually players in the NHL, especially that are at that level are not the kind that get mixed up with uh, cheap shots and taking cheap shots uh, on players and stuff like that. But Sidney Crosby is well known for taking a dirty play and a cheap shot from time to time on opposing players. And so other teams' fans hate his guts because, yes, you have to respect his uber-talentedness. But on the other hand, he's kind of a dirty player. I've never seen with one. the way that with the way that he plays on the ice and sort of the cheap shots. Immensely talented as well. But then, like he will, after taking a cheap shot, after giving a guy a cheap shot, um, which most of the time on Crosby don't get called. If someone bumps him, he'll whine and cry and flop and stuff to the refs, and that's just Clarifying. what irritates what really irritates hockey fans about Sidney Crosby is you know a player like Mario Lemieux, a player like Gretzky. Um, they were Messier. They were so good that you just had to kind of stand, step back, and and bask in the glow of their of their talent and ability. And they were such great ambassadors for the game of hockey. Um, and to be honest, Sidney Crosby is actually on their level. I know that's a huge thing to say, but Sidney Crosby is on the level with Mario Lemieux and sure. and Gretzky and uh, and Messier and stuff like that. But it's just this this kind of dark side of 
Sidney Crosby is what uh, fans from other teams, obviously Penguin fans adore him, but what fans from other teams just, what irritates and drives them insane is the way that he's kind of a dirty player. And then he flops and whines and cries to the refs. Chris Kreider just scored. It's 3-2 Rangers. Awesome. Fantastic. Let's go, Rangers. Uh, you disagree with my assessment, Hook? Well, I just think as a teacher, as someone who should be encouraging young minds, you get upset because Sidney Crosby asks questions. You oh, should encourage stop it. Here that we thing, go. That he goes to the ref to clarify what's happening. <laughs> he is not clarifying. I feel like Dan hit it all right on the head, personally. Lucky Sidney Crosby don't hit you on the head. He's a great player. I'm not taking that away from him. Okay, briefly flipping over to Major League Baseball. There are other hockey games, but we're not going to talk about it. No, we are not. Um, briefly flipping over to Major League Baseball. Yes, Hookie, your Yankees are 23-8. and eight. Best uh, team in baseball. They, are, they have the best record in baseball right now. Guess who has the second best? And uh, so any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think they're doing great. <laughs> Subway Series. <laughs> Th- thanks for that. Um, Frank. Said briefly. You, Frank, your New York Mets are, have the second best record in baseball they do. at twenty-two and eleven. Um, they Tremendous are current, starting pitching. Their starting pitching and their defense have served them pretty well. True, especially their defense up the middle. They play pretty good defense. They do. The, the, their corner defense has been a little lacking, but I, not terrible. Yeah, uh, uh, first base is weaker than third base. Right, but they have a better first baseman. Uh, that they could start, but they choose not to because he's not as good. Offensively. Yeah. He's better with his glove, but he's not better with the bat. Alonzo is their first baseman, and he's the, you know, he's the future. Right. But he's really not prolific uh, defensively. He's kind of a hack, but not horrible. So, But anyway, they have, a very, uh, they have a very good start. They've won eight of their nine series, and the other one we, they tied. So that's a pretty good start. And as we said upstairs before we started the podcast, their schedule has been relatively light. So we'll see. They're playing Seattle now. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm encouraged, you know, because uh, the Mets haven't really been in contention in a while, and I'm happy. All right. Got to love that. Uh, Subway Ho- Series. Hook, any, uh, any thoughts on any other sports or sports topics before we wrap this here thing up? Nope. Okay. Frank, any other thoughts or um, exp- things you'd like to express? No, not really. Okay, I think we covered a Just lot. Want to make sure we, you know, give everybody their opportunity. Covered here. a lot of ground. Had a lot of silliness. Okay, it's a typical podcast for us. All right. So, without any further ado, we want to try to wrap this puppy up. And when I we start to wrap it up, I turn it over to my friend Frank to talk about our church. Yep, our church uh, is First Baptist Church in Phillipsburg, New Jersey. We're at eight ten Red School Lane. And uh, we meet on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. We'd like to let you know uh, about our church. First thing I wanted to tell you was we have a website. So it's www.fbcpberg.org. www.fbcpberg.org. And I would recommend that if you're in search of a church or if you're thinking about attending one, go online and check us out there first. And, uh, you know, then you can find out all about what our church is all about. And Dan likes to tell you about what you'll see when we get on the site. When you get on our website, uh, there is all kinds of information there about all the different programs and all the different activities we have going on. 
in and around our church. Um, you can you can listen to the audio versions of our services and sermons, or you can listen to the you can watch the video versions of our services and sermons. Uh, they're all there, and that you can go into the archive. If you go into the archive, there's actually a couple of archive sermons and services where they feature a sermon from our friend uh, Jason, aka Huki Mahorsky. Uh, is on is on there, so you can uh, catch some of his sermons. He did a really nice job with especially some of the summer psalms. Um, but more, the most important thing about our website is if you need some kind of help or if you'd like somebody to pray for you, or you got something on your heart or uh, just need to talk to somebody or whatever, uh, please fill out the online communication card. The online communication card is there uh, so you can reach out and we can sh- uh, we can bless you and your family. Uh, we would really love to do that for you. You can remain anom- anonymous if you choose. I almost mispronounced the word anonymous. anonymous. Uh, you can. Anyway, so you can you can go on there and fill out that communication card, and we'd really love to communicate with you that way. Um, so please go to fbc, www.fbcpberg.org and fill out that communication card, and we'd love to pray for you or be there for you in, in, in your time of need. We would like to see you in person, though, if, you, if you're uh, in the Lehigh Valley area, uh, Phyllisburg, New Jersey is where we're located at 810 Red School Lane. And, uh, you know, we like to gather and worship. We always say that we love sports, but we love Jesus more. So come on by, and you'll be welcomed, because we are a welcoming church. Our church's motto is we're looking to make more and better followers of Jesus. So check us out. Hook, any uh, sign-off words here you'd like to say to the audience before we sign off? Nope. Okay. Um, all right. So I want to shout out our friend, man our, few words. our friend Victor. Kitchen closes right. at 10. And uh, his, his wonderful sister, Agata. Happy birthday uh, happy again. Happy birthday again, Agata. She's the big one three. So uh, congratulations for that. want to shout out my fifth period homies. And uh, we want to thank you guys for listening and putting up with our silliness. Without any further ado, may the love of Christ fill your heart. Football, baseball, tennis, basketball, even sports exotic. Oh. You geek guys in soccer ran if it's a sport they've got it. Yeah. They have weird conversations about anything they think. Oh. They have so much in common, it's like their brains are in sync. Twins. We got Fox with the jokes. We got Frank with the knowledge. Oh. They care about all ages. They talk about rolling college. Is. They have that high quality content talking about the teens with their big boy shoes and their big boy dreams on. Oh, yeah, you know who it is. Sports Fellowship. Number one. Follow Fox and Frank now.